welcome to menopause nutritionist i believe women can thrive in menopause and have the body composition of their choice if they master their nutrition and lifestyle today we are going to do a little check-in on my calorie deficit so if you already follow over here you may have listened to a couple of talks i've done telling you that i'm in a calorie deficit at the moment so it's funny actually before we get into this chat let me just remind you that my free 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 protein challenge kicks off on saturday so if you have any type of goals for 2024 body composition you want to lose the belly fat you want to you know get your menopause symptoms under control you want to get better energy you want a better mood you want to sleep better it all starts from mastering your nutrition and this is like a critical piece of the puzzle it is such a game changer so come join my free protein challenge it kicks off on saturday and you will get like a meal plan recipes a shopping list you'll get a tracker you'll get cheat sheets all the works there's prizes it's just going to be fantastic so i will drop the link in the notes here make sure you push pause or at the end of this go get the the link and uh come join and we will see you over there there's 400 women signed up so exciting i'm so excited i'm so pumped i love these this is just one of the most fun things that i get to do all right so today we're going to talk a little bit about the calorie deficit that i am currently in now i was actually i've been catching up with my one-on-one -on -one clients because i have a little break over christmas and we don't do calls so normally i'm on a call with them every fortnight and so i've been catching up with all of them and it's so great to see how everyone's doing and um and so in december i'm never really talking too hard about doing a calorie deficit or uh you know body composition changes you definitely can do it but personally i feel like there's so many things going on there's like parties and drinking and food and and we're busy and we're pushed and 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 it's just really difficult to do it you can do it but I think the focus is more about having great energy and being able to enjoy the season and having um, maybe a balance where you're not putting on weight. So generally what happens is as we get older, this time of the year, the festive season, is when people put on weight. And maybe it's only 500 grams or maybe it's a kilo, but each year they put it on and they don't take it off. So over like 10 years, this 10 kilos is kept on and then it's problematic because it's a lot harder to get rid of so if we are going through this season and we're not putting on weight then that's like a big one and that's like a, a like a goal for a lot of like my clients through like the christmas time and my program i have a program that kind of runs through till christmas so that's kind of what we're focusing on because it's not about it's like when you go on holidays like you don't go on holidays thinking i'm going to lose five kilos like you just don't want to come back with like having an extra five kilos right so now it's january me personally i'm like okay actually i feel like i might want to see my abs again time for a calorie deficit so i personally have put myself in a calorie deficit now i'm clearly terrible at marketing because i should have actually taken photos i should have got on the scales 
I should have done all these things to show you beforehand, but actually I wasn't that organized. So I didn't do those things because I just was like, you know what? I want to see my abs. Let's go get into a calorie deficit. So I was kind of like, I guess, eating on maintenance. I wasn't putting on weight, but I wasn't losing weight. So I was just kind of stable. So now I've put myself in a calorie deficit and I generally work on like a 10% deficit so it's not too aggressive because if it's too aggressive, you can lose muscle mass, it, you're just too hungry, which if I'm too hungry, then I'm not a very fun person to be around. So I'm very aware of that. And generally most people aren't. Even my mom this morning, she's so funny, she, she was hungry and I was making her and dad eggs for breakfast and she was getting snappy and dad's like hey and I'm like she's hangry <laughs> like it's, generally when people are hangry they're not actually that much fun to be around and and because I don't know about you but I don't have much self-control when I'm hangry so that is why I just work on like a 10% deficit because then it's not too severe because muscle is my primary concern as well so I did jump on the scales on the 15th, which is what, Monday? Monday, I jumped on the scales randomly. I haven't been on the scales for more than a year. Now, I don't weigh myself because to me, it's not a great kind of metric generally, but I was quite surprised to see that I am having some Wi-Fi connection issues here. How frustrating. Hopefully that comes back online. Um, I was surprised to see that I was actually more than two kilos lighter than the last time I jumped on the scales, which was more than a year ago. It was, yeah, anyway. I'll, if you follow me on social media, I'll actually post the graph on my stories so you can actually see. It gives you like history. So I was, I was over 70 kilos, like when I last weighed myself and this time I was like less than 68, which was quite surprising. I wasn't really, I didn't actually care what the number was, but the reason I wanted to talk about that was firstly, I personally don't use scales because it doesn't really necessarily give you, I'm tall and like the, the number on the scale isn't really like, you know, giving me the feedback I want. You can use scales, it is like a feedback loop, but I'm gonna give you a couple of tips on how to do it. So firstly, if you're going to use scales to you, you know, as a feedback, you need to weigh yourself the same day, the same time, every week, if you're doing it weekly. If you choose to weigh yourself daily, which some of my clients do, and I know some of you listening will be those people that are on the scales every day wanting to see a result, and I get it. The reason that we do that is because as soon as we see a result, we actually feel better and we're like more motivated. So I get why you do it. And it's not a terrible thing. But what you need to realize is that our weight fluctuates a lot. It can be water. It can be you might have just eaten more carbs like yesterday or you might have had more salt yesterday. That means you, you, you retain more water. Like there's a number of reasons why the scale will fluctuate. So if you're going to weigh yourself every day, you need to keep a track every day, add it up over the week, divide it by seven, and that will be your, your actual weight for the week. 
and that's how I want you to do it because otherwise you're going to get despondent because it's going to go up and down and it will it just does that not only for everyone but especially for females because hormones play a role in this as well and um, it can be demoralizing when you see the number going up and down and you're doing all the hard work so I want you to do that and hopefully that will help you now seeing your weight if you're on a calorie deficit and you have fat loss goals is helpful it is a, a, it is it is feedback so you know you're moving in the right direction because if the scale is going up you know you're eating too much there's no other reason why it would be going up so just it is, it is helpful I personally just don't do it myself I can see in my body already that the calorie deficit is working like I've lost fat on my belly straight away so you can do measurements and when I'm working with one of my clients I give them those options they can that they can track their weight they've also got measurement charts so they can measure their body and that will give you a better indication so I know already that my belly fat has gone down because I can see it I know exactly where I'm I'm holding my my fat and it's on my belly and it's already gone down in this time that I'm doing the calorie deficit so I know that what I'm doing is working the right way I wanted to check in and give you a little bit of kind of um, an update and feedback if you like because I know a lot of people who reach out to me or who are working with me or who are tuning in want fat loss goals and they want body composition goals I know a lot of you want to build muscle and I've been having this conversation all week with my clients where our focus must be on building muscle so when we are wanting to change our body composition we need to be focusing on building muscle and when we focus on building muscle the, the belly fat and the body fat will actually just take care of itself so building muscle requires you to hit your protein and that's why I want you all to be on my protein challenge because I'm going to teach you how to do that because if you're doing the hard work in the gym and then you're not closing the loop on your nutrition and hitting 30 grams of protein you're not creating protein muscle synthesis which doesn't allow your muscles to grow so you're you're, you're missing you're missing the mark super important so that is why I want you all in the protein challenge so you can get that dialed in super important so some ways of making sure you're saving your muscle when you're in a calorie deficit I was talking to a new client actually a new client today who came on board Michelle and she was saying how different times she's done like the fast 800 or she um, has done intermittent fasting or she's you know different things but she has been missing her protein and so what happens when we do that is we actually lose our muscle and that is just not that is the worst we just don't want to do that we really don't like we are fighting every day against keeping muscle on our body and so we must be doing things to like make sure that if we are wanting to lose body fat we are not losing muscle mass on the the process so the ways to do that is obviously lifting heavy and I was having this conversation with my daughter this morning actually because she just got this is my eldest daughter like a whole heap of PBs um, in the gym last week she's 25 and I was just so proud like she just hit 90 kilos on her back squat and she I think her bench press was like 62 kilos and I'm like damn like 
she's like coming close like so but this is so cool like I love this you know and 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 she was saying the thing is mum like in the gym like women just don't push themselves hard enough and I said I know love like I see it every day as well and as women we need to step up and we need to it's got to be hard like it can't be we can't be in there not breaking a sweat like we have to be pushing ourselves because that's not going to create the muscle that we want otherwise so we have to we have to get ourselves in the mindset to like come on like let's go if I want to build this muscle I need to work it and that's going to take some effort and it's going to be hard for a minute so we need to get ourselves in that spot and so lifting heavy is going to save your muscle when you're in a calorie deficit hitting your protein like I just talked about so get on my protein challenge we're going to teach you how to do that and then not having too aggressive uh, calorie deficit which means you need to know how many calories you need to eat every day to be able to hit so this was another conversation we were having this morning because she's like well I just don't know how much I'm meant to be eating to actually get my goals and so of course that is problematic because how do you know if you're going to this is what I see a lot as people trying and so then they're grossly under eating and then they get to the you know later in the day and they've gone way too hard and then the cravings kick in and they can't get themselves out of the pantry or the fridge and this terrible cycle just keeps going because they don't realize what they're doing to their blood sugar stabilization it affects their muscle mass like all of these things so when you're hitting your protein I promise you the cravings will go away you'll all learn that this week on my protein challenge it's going to be awesome so anyway, I just wanted to share some of those tips and points with you because I know a lot of you have body composition goals and I know that because you'll message me <laughs> and you comment here, which is awesome. Um, the biggest challenge I'm finding myself being in a calorie deficit is like eating out or like yesterday, our family, because my parents are visiting, my sister and um, my daughters and my nieces, we all had like a high tea here and so I did not track any of that food. I actually didn't even try to track it because everyone bought different things. We had all these bits and pieces going on. What I did do was I didn't have breakfast because I knew that we we're having this high tea. So I was like, I want to enjoy the high tea. I don't want to think about it. I didn't have breakfast. So I just enjoyed the high tea, but I had a protein shake before we started so I had already hit my protein because I was pretty suspicious that high tea wouldn't have a lot of protein my sister did make these amazing chicken sandwiches actually they were delicious but still we would have been shy on the protein yesterday so I got in front of that I had a protein shake first then we enjoyed the high tea and because I had saved my breakfast I balanced it out so these are just things I want to share with you so when you're on your own journey of trying to change your body composition you can be mindful of and I will tell you there's been periods of time over the last couple of weeks where I've been hungry and I've had to sit with that and I'm like this is part of being in a calorie deficit this is part of me getting rid of my belly fat is that I'm going to be a little bit hungry I'm not dying I'm completely fine dinner's in an hour have a glass of water and 
move right along like my my willingness to get rid of the belly fat is actually more than the hunger and that's what you've got to toss up you've got to make that decision you can reach for a snack or you can actually sit in the hunger for another hour and then enjoy your dinner and you're actually going to be fine so hopefully that is hitting the mark i just wanted to share that because i've been giving myself these pep talks this week and i thought look i should tell you guys this is this is where it's at but i also want to prove to you that at 50 years old you can lose the belly fat so i will post a photo um maybe i don't know if you guys want to have like progress photos or not i don't think i don't know that you care that much to see how i'm doing but i will post this photo if you want to see so you can see that at 50 years old you can lose the belly fat you just need to get your mindset in the right place know what you're doing prioritize your protein do your exercise lift heavy and it works so um, I want to show you that so you can see it in person and I want to see my abs again so if you're not already following me on social media you can go find me on whatever platform you like the best I'm just the worst at Snapchat, that's what I'm going to tell you. But you'll find me on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, and of course, I have this podcast. And I truly appreciate you tuning in. So I hope this has been helpful and these tips will help you on your journey. And I can't wait to see you on the Protein Challenge. So grab the link here in the notes. Uh, and if you're happy to leave a review or a rating, that would be amazing. And I would appreciate it so much. So other people can find the podcast too. That would be excellent. So have a beautiful day. See you soon on in the Facebook group for the Protein Challenge. And um, till next time, over and out. Thank you.